Broadcasting from the Live Network Studios in West Atlantic City, New Jersey, it's the Quizzo Trivia Podcast with your hosts Nick and Drew. To participate, tweet us at Quizzo Podcast or send us an email at info at quizzopodcast.com. That's Q-U-I-Z-Z-O. Now, let's get to the show. It's one of my favorites. The best is the second follow-up line. Bring lawyers, guns, and money. The shit has hit the fan. Is there... What's the order? Now let's just bring lawyers. (laughs) (laughs) Right? I mean, when the shit hits the fan. Guns, you can't do anything with anymore. It's got to be the lawyers. All of it. I don't know. I feel like hearing him out. The only thing money's going to get you is lawyers. That's true. You're going to be buying the lawyers with the money. <laughs> exactly. Bring lawyers, lawyers. And lawyers. And lawyers. <laughs> I kind of want to hear the rest of it. I don't know. At least one more line. Honduras. There's your trivia question. My favorite it. line is about uh, going home with the waitress like I always do. Like I always do. <laughs> yeah. He's a desperate man. Is there a more visual expression that exists in the world than that. Can you think of anything worse than being in a room where the shit has hit the fan? <laughs> well, I always like the expression the elephant in the room. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> you know, it makes me laugh. It just kind of you gotta be careful filling up that the room. Yeah. Yeah, 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 always got to be careful with that one. All right, yeah. well, welcome to the Quizzo Trivia Podcast, folks. I've lost track of which number this is because I don't remember which ones we did last week. Uh, yeah, last week. Was it, yeah, this what? might be 80. This no. might be 79. No. I think it's 79 because we did 78. Remember? We did the year. Uh... We did? Okay. Yeah, I, last we... one I remember was 76 because. Uh, we did that one 76ers. Yeah, I think we're. I think Bird. this is 79. Okay. We'll look back and wonder. But uh, Nick and Drew back with you after a little bit of an absence. Nick uh, going to. Uh, Newark Airport. Newark Airport for vacation. <laughs> it was great. It was like Tom Hanks, that movie where he just like yeah. sits in the airport <laughs> yeah, the whole yeah, time, yeah. terminal. Yeah. Fantastic. Good stuff for you. Uh, all right, Nick. Uh, I'm going to start off with one. There's there's some stuff that's on this week's uh, Quizzo game that people can uh, check out, but uh, some will be on the upcoming games as well. So it's a little bit of a mix of both, and I don't really know which uh, way to begin. Uh, but I want to know if you know whose $1.3 million piece of art was shredded seconds after it was auctioned off. Yeah. All right. So I saw this away. one. Okay. Yeah, they do sell the newspaper at the Newark Airport, so I was able to keep up a little bit on vacation. Uh, Yeah, so what I didn't get was the details of this, so maybe you could tell me the details of it, but it was a prank by Bansky. Yeah, yeah, so the street artist Banksy. 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 Related to Pansky. Pansky. Um, (laughs) So he uh, does a lot of different things, and some of it is street art, and some of it is obviously, you know... uh, social art and what he did was build in a shredder into the frame of this piece of art knowing it was eventually going to be sold and auctioned off and then remotely through a sensor he put in it uh, was able to shred shred it it the second the auction closed so literally as soon as the auction closed it started spitting out the painting and shredding as it came down that's just genius it's just genius but did he give this piece of art away how was it acquired i I didn't get the details on that I didn't get the details on that. No, I don't think he was paid for because it per if he se, was paid but I think he did this it. to begin with as a setup. 
So whatever he sure, did to put yeah, it, it was out, meant to be a prank, right? He probably gave it. But to is somebody there any legal after... ramifications of destroying somebody's well, ironically, one point three million dollar piece of art? Even like for instance, O.J. Simpson walks into a hotel room with so a gun. A, so here's a question: He might have signed a football and he might have owned it, but he's not allowed to, to take it there. back, even though it might have been his at one time, right? Right. So what are the laws pertaining to sh- destroying a one point three million dollar piece interesting of about art? It. What do you think the value is of that shredded painting now? More. Way more. Interesting. So whoever did it, whether it had the effect of, uh, you know, the shock value, if he just sold a painting for 1.3, you never would have heard about it. His name wouldn't be in the lexicon at all. It would never come out. It's with- so strange to me paying that much for art for a person who's alive. Doesn't it seem like the thing with art is he's, that it has he's to. He's the most mysterious artist of all time. Nobody even knows what he looks like. Nobody even knows who he is. Yeah, how's that even possible at this point? Right. In this world that we live in. It's like some people say there's like many of him. You know what I mean? Like it, it's not one person, it's like 15 people, and they're all. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, people say that, but I don't see how at this uh, point we don't know more about this guy. Uh, well, it's it's fascinating. There's a whole docu series on him and whatever else. I forgot it what it's called. Exit but, through the yeah, exit gift through shop. The gift shop. Right, right, right. Um, all right. So you got that right away. What do you uh, want to throw back at me? What did you learn while we were? Uh, all right. Speaking away of the last couple of weeks, airports, airlines. Sure. You're familiar with Frontier Airlines. I am. Okay. I know, I've never I flown know, it myself. But I know of their existence. I've seen them at times. They're at the Trenton Airport. Sure. Okay. Anyway, they made headlines I've... by not allowing this particular uh, type of emotional support animal on. Did you see this? I did not. A uh, support pig? Squirrel. Squirrel. A support squirrel. <laughs> not allowed on the plane. Sorry, squirrel. <laughs> what are these people doing? If you need an emotional support squirrel, the squirrel's not working. You know what I mean? Like you can't. You are can't squirrels piss. capable of giving no. emotional support? They're rats. It's <laughs> a rat. You're bringing a rat on a plate. Did you see the picture or the uh, video of uh, there was like some? Uh, it was like a satellite dish, right? And it was like an enclosed thing, okay? And they figured out that a squirrel was getting up there and burying acorns in it. And okay. when they finally opened it up, it was like four tons of acorns spilling out. It was the most this one squirrel. One squirrel. It's the most Just incredible in- thing I've ever seen in my life. I got to bring it up because you're not gonna believe it. You're like. Where was this? Uh, I don't even know. America? That's the beautiful thing about Google, because all you have to do is type in... Squirrel satellite. Yep. Uh... But we have just gone too far with these emotional support animals. Yep, there it is. See, that's the beauty of the internet, isn't it? As someone who's allergic to cats, what do you do if you're on an airplane and somebody brings an emotional support cat? Bear Creek microwave site. Okay. Okay. There's acorns stored in an antenna by woodpeckers failed service. I wish we had a bigger picture of this. Is it? So this guy gets up there. This is the video I saw. Okay. Right. He's like, oh. Okay. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, this isn't working. Oh, what's going on? There's got to be a million. I mean, can you even? (laughs) It's it's flowing like a river. Can you even imagine? How could they all fit in that? That squirrel is crying right now. My life life savings. You destroyed me. What am Uh, I supposed to feed on? I had dreams. This is how Bezos felt yesterday when he was looking at the market. Uh, I, I mean, is that 
That's an that's an <laughs> yes. exceptional piece yeah, of work. That's, that's why the squirrel. Oh, oh, so here you go. Fifty three hundred pounds of acorns. <laughs> One squirrel. God bless it. I keep it off the airlines. Yeah, absolutely. Emotional support. But I just I thought it was interesting. It's the one time an airline has been in the news, and I actually felt good about it because there's. I don't the... want a squirrel on my flight. <laughs> oh. Things are flying on my face and scratching my eyes out. Like, oh. it's wrong with like, people. You get a golden retriever. They can provide far well, more. You're allergic to cats. What do you do if somebody brings a cat on an airplane? I'm and you're allergic dead. to cats. Like, who's got the rights? You, as a person who's allergic to cats, I'm dead. No, you. It's the person with the emotional animal now. The support animal. Yeah, well, then you know what happens to me? I'm in the hospital because of her emotional right. support animal. Like, hey, I will go. Your trip is ruined. You know, not only ruined. You know how difficult being on an enclosed space is with the de- like. My skin will break out in hives. It's yeah, a nightmare. I've seen you sleep in below zero temperatures in a car Buffalo, as opposed New York. to staying like, with a cat one night. I'm going to sleep in the back of this car and freeze to death because a I, cat lives here and clearly here. nobody has vacuumed since the 70s <laughs> in a long time. <laughs> All right, so this is an interesting one. Which body part would you use champing for? Mm. If you champ something, which body champing. part would you use? Champing. Did you even know that was a word? No. Didn't no, think so. I've never heard it before. I'm, I'm going to give you the backstory Champing. after after I give you. The I have it as a multiple choice question. I'm happy to give it to you that way if you prefer. I'll take it in multiple choice. Elbows, hands, teeth, or chin? Elbows, hands, teeth, or chin? Yeah, I was, and I'm probably wrong because I had no idea, but I was thinking champing around the mouth because it sounds like chomping. But I'm wondering, did you put them in there because of that? Uh, but I'll say your jaw. So chin is the, the oh you said chin yeah, yeah chin, that's chin. what I meant okay so it sounds like chomping right yeah what's the famous expression for chomping the expression yeah for what chomping? comes after chomping chomping what? down no chomping blank the blank fill me chomping in. at the bit chomping at the bit okay right okay so I heard somebody say and this was on English radio right chomping at the bit and I was like what did he just say did he just say chomping at the bit what the hell does that mean. Looked it up. It turns out, champing at the bit is the correct expression. Not we called it chomping. The no, they mean two separate things. Okay, so the bit is this metal piece that they put for the horses when they race. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they the chomp bit. at the bit. But the difference is, when you champ something, you don't break through it. When you chomp something, you break through it. That's okay. the difference between the two words. So the technical correct expression is champing at the bit because they don't chew through the metal bit. They just champ at it. They gnaw at it. Okay. So, it, but we've turned it into chomping at the bit because it's a much more Americanized word than champing. Yeah, it doesn't ne- sound you ne- right. You never hear champing the word champing. Yeah, but the champ something is to gnaw at something without destroying it. And it is for what part of the body? Teeth. Teeth. Okay. Yes. You champ at the bit or you chomp at the bit. It's both. They both are absolutely correct. It, is it used in any other? No. Uh, everybody goes with chomping at the bit. In terms no, I of meant like, is it used for anything else except for horses? No, it, was, it came from horses, but people use it like you know, like they're foaming at the mouth. You know, it's the same type of expression. Like they're they're so excited that they're you can't get there. through it. Right, exactly. So they're chomping, chomping at, at the it. bit. So there you go. Chomping There's the, the difference between mm-hmm. chomping and champing. Gotcha. And now you know. All right. So, did you see what company's minimum wage is now going to be $15 an hour? Amazon.com, from Bernie Sanders' lips to Jeff Bezos' ears. Yeah. so yeah, Pretty impressive. Hey, you know, that was a good— uh, It's about time, though, for this guy Bezos. I mean, he's up to, like, $160 billion. 
and he's making so much money. Well, now he's down to 140. Day. He lost 20 billion yesterday. <laughs> but he's at 140, but he's safely above Gates, who is at 96. This was interesting. So Gates now, it'll be the first time that Forbes comes. Because Gates been passed before, sure. but never for a year. Right. He's had this many straight years. So I'll give it to you within two years. How many consecutive years has Gates been number one on the Forbes list? And, and this will be the end of it now because he's not catching Bezos. Within two years, either direction. How many 18. years? 24. I was going fa- I was going back. I was like, when did Microsoft just overtake everything? So I was thinking people would go back to Windows 95. Okay. There, yeah. And it's sense. right in that. But you know, I that wasn't was sure if he ago. already had. It was the year. That okay. was the year that he got it. So there you go. Right. So. It makes a lot of sense. Um, okay. This is an interesting one. A federal law prohibiting people from profiting from illicitly obtained commodities reports mentions what comedian actor's name? And one more time. A federal law that prohibits federal. people from illicitly obtaining commodities report, commodities reports and profiting from them has what comedian's name? I, I, I'm confused. I didn't even know this is a law. So what's the law? The law is, the law? you are not allowed to profit from illicitly obtained commodities reports. Why not? What's that? Why not? I don't, it doesn't make any it's sense. It's like insider trading. It's like so. Commodities a, reports are illegal to obtain. No, like so. Let's say somebody's going to make a report on the state of orange juice. Right. Okay. Is and, it that's what commodity brokers do? Yeah, but you get the report before anybody else in the world gets the report somehow. Like okay, you, you illicitly obtain it. You get it from a source that shouldn't have I, it. Or so I don't know a ton about these commodities markets, but are they posted at a certain time each yes. day? Is that how it works? However, it works. It works right. that way. But you're not allowed to. So it's not... insider information. Okay. So you can't. So that makes sense. I get it. All right. right. Now, now I understand. Uh, so, what comedian's name is mentioned in the law? Hmm. I don't. Can't tie any comedian to. Oh, Eddie Murphy? Eddie Murphy. <laughs> oh my gosh, that is ridiculous. From Trading Places? From Trading Places. Wow. The law was written <laughs> in response to that movie. And, oh, my and gosh. They, it's called the Eddie Murphy Rule. That is so funny. Yep. What a ridiculous thing. Yep. Because remember the, the sure, premise of that the movie. Of they get the, they like, get I don't those remember a comedian reports. ever. I'm like, oh, wait a second. Yeah, poor <laughs> I do remember. Right. I do remember a comedian. It's great. Eddie Murphy did it, it in it Trading Places. It took me forever to even re- uh, realize Trading Places was a double entendre in terms of, you know, oh, trading, trading and right. Trading Places. Right, right, right. right. So, but yeah, that, that whole, uh, that was apparently fun. not illegal before that. At that, that time? That. Right. So somebody was like, hey, can somebody do that? And they're like, yeah, I think they can. It's funny when it becomes illegal, where people like make livings off of things, and you know, I knew a guy who made a living off of shorting. Yeah, and, and then, <laughs> and the algorithms shorting destroyed and, everything. Yeah, exactly. It was like can't even do it anymore. All right, uh, let's move on to sports. Okay. All right, you want to throw the first one at me? I have uh, plenty I to give you. Sure do. I got so much in sports, but I'm gonna lead in with this. Did you see? What Major League Baseball team suffered its worst playoff loss in history this season? The New York Yankees? Yes, the New York Yankees, becoming only the fourth team to lose a game by 15 runs in the postseason. They're worst in history. And you're talking about a lot of games. You're talking about a lot uh, of playoffs. They've games. been in the playoffs quite a they've bit. Been in a few when times. you win 27 World Championships or whatever, it, it is. made me so happy. Because <laughs> I felt like that. Because t- any time the Yankees Even are playing the, the Red Sox, end, it, it makes me like nervous. The Red Sox had a chance. 
Yeah. Or the Yankees yeah. had a chance because they had in the final game they hadn't yeah, done anything all game. Yeah. Right. And then they just started to And any time those two were against each other, I even saw still the, it makes I me saw nervous. the reliever from the Red Sox and his hand was shaking. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like oh Yeah, no matter how good But and plus the Red Sox have had their foot off the gas since May. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah, they've been, like they got to like sixty wins like the end of May. Yeah, yeah it's so, ridiculous. So you know you wonder uh, a lot when teams. I, I got to be honest though, I think they're beatable. I think oh, they're definitely I think, beatable. I think we get them in the national Have you seen, league. What has Chris Sale pitched in the last month? Thirty-five they, pitches a game. But their bullpen pitches is terrible. Yeah, oh, they're beatable. Bullpen's giving up stuff. Left I think I, I actually think the Astros might take them out. That's yeah, possible. I mean, people are giving no respect to the right. team that's the defending champion, <laughs> right. and, like, right. you know, that has a stacked rotation. Uh, and if those guys else. decide to turn it on at any point in time, it's you, funny. Nobody's our, getting hit. Our general manager who orchestrated this incredible turnaround. Was and by there, R, you're referring to the Milwaukee Brewers. Yes. Sorry, you know, congratulations. Thank you very much. Been the best year we've had ever as a Brewers fan. So I'm. I'm it had to be I'm nice blessed. taking care of the Cubs at the end of the season like that, and just There's sweeping nothing them nothing to win the division, to, to and then watching them go from, lose. Be just like we're neck and neck, you know, neck and neck and neck. Like I know that if we played them in a five game series, it could go anyway. You know what I mean? Like it's just we're so equally well, matched. To see us go from not winning the division to winning the division in Wrigley and having them get eliminated it, the next that's just night so great. was yeah. the greatest thing I've ever witnessed in my baseball life. The second that happened, I was like, We're going to destroy the Rockies. Like they have no shot against us at all. And we just we rolled through them like you know like a knife on butter. Yeah, I do think you guys were the underdog though going into that by, by a lot. So. Here, here's what we got going for us: we got an exceptionally smart manager who's a Wisconsin native, who's a two-time World Series winner. What two teams did Craig Council win a World Series on? Nick, there's your first question. Hmm. Two-time World Series champion, two Craig different teams. Council, Craig Council, two-time. Two- World Series World champion Series with champion. two separate teams and major roles with both teams. All right. The Anaheim Angels? Nope. Oh, jeez. Ouch. Uh, hmm. Boy, did I not. Re- was he not an Angel? He was not an Angel. Nope. He was uh, three teams, and the last was the Brewers. Yeah, man. Just drawing a blank on. Uh, he was a. White guy, middle infielder, right? Yeah. A picture in the right yep. Yeah. Okay. Second baseman, shortstop. Yeah. Well, utility player with the craziest stance you've ever seen. He had this, yeah. this really wacky batting stance. Oh, was he on the Diamondbacks? He was. Okay. So I he remember was that. on base when yes. the Diamondbacks. Luis, Luis Gonzalez. Gonzalez. Yes. Yes. He, okay. he was so I remember one of that. the runs. And that's right around the time period I had him with the Angels uh, winning the World Series against the Giants. But. I'm thinking of somebody else. They had a gritty guy just like him on that Angels team that I'm drawing a blank on his name, but now I'm now I'm remembering right, the, right. The, the guy. I'll think of his name later. Uh, so he won with the Diamondbacks and... Another National League team. Yeah, let's see. Hmm. Don't have him there. Uh Marlins? The, Marlins. Okay. 97 Marlins. Absolutely against the Cleveland Indians. Wow, man. My yep. brain just had to be cleared nice. out for nice. that. Good stuff. Good stuff. But he's a Wisconsin native. Is uh, he really? Yep. He's, he's from uh, Whitefish Bay uh, and then finished his career on the Brewers. So he's like our guy through and through. Um, we have, in my opinion, the best bullpen left in, in 
this race. We have Josh Hader. Have you seen what this guy yeah. has done? No, no. Very he familiar. is ridiculous, and they got to move him to the closer role. No more messing around with Jeffries this series. We're too far along with this. So we'll see how it goes. All right. Um, let me ask you a question. I have a couple of interesting ones. <laughs> Do you know what legendary college football coach was fired in 1978 for punching an opposing player in the face? Seventy-eight uh, legendary coach. Yeah, legendary college football coach fired in 1978 for punching. Was a it Bo Schembechler? No, it was the other one. Ah, oh, his rival. You just gave me. You gave me his rival. Yeah. Uh, what's the guy's name? Woody Hayes. Woody Hayes. Oh man, nice. That's yeah. You're right there. <laughs> right there. Right part Bo of the country. Woody Hayes right is like years, this, yeah, yeah. just the wrong guy. Yep, yep. Woody Hayes, fired in 1978 for punching a guy in the face. <laughs> Is that fireable? <laughs> Is that fireable? Yes. If Urban Meyer punched somebody in the face, they're not getting rid of him. And if anybody can hear that banging that's going on, I'm just I'm over here wrestling a printer. Sorry. So don't, don't worry about it. We, 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 <laughs> keep here. That's not – no humans are being hurt in that. No, I, I accidentally located a printer uh, in Nick's uh, broadcasting space while he was away. <laughs> And, uh, it just happens got, to be back. right where my left elbow is. <laughs> sorry, it will not be there next week, folks. So you will only have this uh, distraction for for one time. Uh, sorry, right, what do you got that. for me? <laughs> uh, okay, do you know the three members of the five hundred touchdown club? This is uh, NFL quarterbacks that have thrown five hundred career touchdowns. So Drew Brees just got in. Burr. What? He's not there yet. Burr. Was he one away? He's four ninety nine. I got you. I knew that was coming. Okay, so yeah, Man- two guesses. Manning, left. yeah, Brady, Brady got there last week. Favre and Favre, yeah, there you go. Okay, and Br- and Breeze. Breeze is at four ninety nine. Well, he's on he's on by this week, right, so, so he's got to sit through it. So. I know he beat the he beat the all time passing yards record last week, and I thought he actually did both records on that one play because it was no. a touchdown pass. No, actually, that, that touchdown pass that got the, the yardage. Got the four ninety eight, and then he had then he one threw more another later, one for yeah. four ninety nine, and That's he's right. run away. I, I remember. And I really just was hoping he would bring up Breeze because I do want to talk about how Breeze broke Manning's yardage record and how much that makes me happy. Oh, so great! I mean, here's a guy did who did is six. See? He's six feet tall. Six feet. Second round pick. Went to Purdue. And beat six foot five and was awesome. Peyton and then Manning's his team got all time. And then he had team. three great years. Hurt his shoulder. Was supposed to go to Miami and play for Saban. They didn't clear him to play. He goes to New Orleans, and he becomes the NFL's all time leading passer. And that is a record I thought Manning was going to have forever. So you got to see this. Not that I'm anti Peyton Manning, but I'm anti Peyton. Peyton Manning. Man- not that I'm anti Peyton Manning, but I'm anti Peyton. Manning. But maybe he should do a commercial. He he does some commercials. <laughs> Am I listening to something? Sh- I'm watching. I'm looking at something, but I don't listen. hear anything. You should be. Do you listening. hear it? I do not hear it. Let's see. Oh, there's an X next to that little speaker there. Okay. See, that's that's definitely <laughs> going to make it more difficult to listen to. This is. Should uh, I should I, this should is I hit a, the producer again? Just broke your record. Uh, which one? All time passing. Passing yards? Okay. That's so I still have the touchdown record, right? He's actually on pace to break that, too. What? Great. Drew, for a thousand days, I've held the record for all-time passing yards in the NFL. And i got to tell you, it's been the greatest a thousand days of my life. <laughs> and thanks to you, that's over now. And you've ruined that for me. So, 
thank you very much. I have nothing left to look forward to except slicing my tomatoes, making dinner for my family, putting together this wedge salad. Also, let this serve as the congratulations for the touchdown record, because as you can see, I'm very busy. I don't have time to keep doing these videos for you, congratulating you. But in all seriousness, Drew, congratulations on this record. You've done it the right way. All your hard work and dedication have paid off. Look at this you photo. and I have come a long way since this picture back in 2000 when you were in college and I was in my third year in the NFL. So way to go. Proud of you. Gosh, Good Drew luck the rest Brees of the way. look like a little boy in that picture. Wow. I don't know, man. <laughs> not many people have done it better than Drew Brees over the greatest. years. And to take out Manning's passing yards record, I mean, it's just it's, what an achievement at six foot tall. Am I crazier? Is Manning speaking a little slower these days? Ah, dude, how stiff is that? Guy? <laughs> He's, He's clearly reading. Kind of funny though. I, I think the concept was for the delivery was horrible, and he's cutting tomatoes. Like, what is he doing? I'm very busy making this wedge But he's clearly salad. in a studio. Yeah. Like, it's just it's yeah. so bad. I don't, I don't know. know. I, he's done much better uh, commercials over the years. All right, I'm going to ask you this question. The New York, New Jersey hitmen, the Memphis Maniacs, and the Las Vegas Outlaws were all part of what pro league? You want him again? Yeah, I'm just going to say the XFL. The XFL. Okay. The one season of the XFL. Coming back, though. It is coming back. I don't, are we, we going to be able to gamble on it? Yes, and, and they're all and fantasy-centric pay, and whatever. I when I was in Orlando at Disney, I had the pleasure of speaking with the brain trust of the Orlando Apollos of the new American or the Alliance of American Football. Mm-hmm. And uh, I like what they're doing. So there's uh, some very interesting things going on in the world of non-NFL football. And again, if gambling and fantasy are part of it, people will be interested in anything. Well, I think if they can figure out a way to do it once a week, because I think that's what people love it. Do you know who the broadcasting partner is for the Alliance of American Football? Mm, The broadcasting partner? Yeah, they have a full deal with a major television network for every game. Really? Yes. Which Is Is it one of the big four networks? Like the NBC? CBS. Wow. So all the Alliance of American Football games will be on CBS. All right. That's, like a, said, that's a big deal. I'm not sure if I'm going to be in or not. We'll, we'll have to see. The guy but, constructing it is Bill Polian, who's one of the legendary general sure. managers. The with, Colts. Uh, the Colts and the Bills. Peyton Manning. Yep. Also the, Buffalo the, Bills, four Super Bowls. Not bad. That it, was uh, He was the GM them, of that team? Yep. Was he really? He was. Hmm. All right. Uh, one more, and then we'll move on to geography history. Yeah, why not? Why not? Oh, I love this one. <clears throat> Good. Good. I'm glad we got to this. USFL, you're talking about Division Two football here, so Love it. USFL. Love the USFL. So does Steve Young. We're still paying him. And you've already got one right. <laughs> you've already gotten one right, okay? So, in the USFL, there was four USFL alumni. Okay. All right, I'm asking you for, for two. For 10 points, give me two. And for 20, give me three of the four that are in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Jim Kelly. So, you've got your 10 points. Okay. Um, so you got one more guess. Warren Moon? No. Ooh, he was in the CFL. Right. The USFL. Um, <laughs> one guy I never heard of, and that's why I'm only asking for three of the four, because so if got, I'd never heard of him, it's a good young, chance that— We got Kelly. There's one other alumni from the USFL. But is it a QB? No. Oh, okay. I didn't say it was a QB. Okay, right, right, right. So now nah, I, I won't. Uh, Art Monk? No, I feel like you knew this. 
at some point, I feel like you and I have. Missed... Oh, wait a minute. Uh, was it Herschel Walker? Nope. Or, or it was a running back, right? Nope. I, I see. A, I see. A Tony I think... Dorsett. Nope. Who? No, I don't know. Reggie White. Oh, yeah. No, he I... went from the University of Tennessee right to, to the, the USFL. USFL. Yeah, I, I vaguely remember that, but that wasn't something that I was going to get on the tip of my okay. I'll never forget it now. Yeah, so you got oh, you got your 10 points. Hey, that's not bad, you know. The other guy is Gary Zimmerman. You know him? I think he's a kicker. I, don't know, I was assuming he was a, he was a, a lineman, offensive lineman, but I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't have it in front of me. I forget. Uh, I, I looked it up. A kicker. I think he's a lineman. But I forget. That's interesting. Okay. Now, that's a good one. Um I love old football stuff, but I'm excited for new leagues, you know, especially like in the off season when there's such a long stretch of no good football to watch. Like I, I can, don't know. I it's, can... it's very hard for me to get into another. I have my yearly thing down. Your cycle. Yeah, yeah you I'm know, just like part of room. part of things with me is just, and and I don't even love this about myself, but I, I'm so cyclical in what I do, and it's like. I get as soon as football's over, yeah. I open up the door on college basketball, and as soon as that uh, is over, yeah, it's true. baseball season. And the, the but spell you know, of what, I, what I like, at least as as... theoretically speaking, is this might keep your attention for three weeks in the worst three weeks of the year because they start the week after the Super Bowl ends. Yeah. So at least then it's like, all right, I'll watch a little. I'm going to try to be open minded. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to try to be open minded and see if I can. Because there, there's definitely there, a time after also... football that I wish there was more going on. Right. And what's amazing is you watch college football. So if the level is better than college football in terms of the quality of play, it's at least something that's a viable. I, I know, but the thing. thing with the reason I watch college football is because it's so steeped in tradition. Yeah, it's true, and and that's and the rivalries and the yeah, you know true. so that that's a totally different. Same that's thing with true. college basketball. I watch college basketball for years. It's been laughably bad. Yeah, it's true. It's hard to watch. Good point. All right, let's move on to geography history. I got a multiple choice question for you. Which one of these is fake, Nick? Lake disappointment. Flatulence River or Pretty Boy Reservoir? Flatulence River. That is correct. Okay, because that is just ridiculous. That's too much. Too much. Yeah. Was there a better word I could have thrown in there besides <laughs> flatulence river? You never know. Maybe people will look at it like, oh, it translates to flatulence. What, what was the word that uh, How about Brett Cavanaugh used? And he said, oh, it's talking about flatulence. Did you hear the, the, the Brett Cavanaugh when he was getting yeah, quizzed on? Yeah, it was no good. His, I, I it was like boofing or yeah, something. Boofing. And he's like, that refers to the flatulence. flatulence. That refers to flatulence. We um, were 16 years old. Uh, Lake Disappointment. You like that one? No, no. I mean, I don't want to go there. Do you want, right. Do you know where that is? Any idea where Lake Disappointment is? is I don't want to go to the Pretty Boy Reservoir either. Is it on Lonely Street next to the Heartbreak Hotel? It is not. It is in Australia. Uh-huh. So apparently an explorer like thought he was going to come across from this like river, this beautiful freshwater lake, and he got to this like the source of it, and it was this dried up like decrepit, you know, he's like, huh. It's disappointing. That's disappointing. <laughs> so disappointing. It's Lake Disappointment. Well, disappointing. They have this lovely house on Lake Disappointment. Oh, okay. Would you, would you suggest a better word than flatulence before that gets out of the bubble? Something that Boofing. sounds less fake? Boof. <laughs> Boofing River? Yeah. yeah that's <laughs> kind of funny. All right, throw a <laughs> geography history back at me. All right. Geography history this week. Hmm. All right, see if you know this one. What is the most populous island in the Caribbean? There's a lot of islands in the Cuba? Caribbean. That's what I would have guessed, too. It's but not it's not even Caribbean. close. No, no, Cuba's in the Caribbean. Oh. Huh. Say it's not even close. This, this island is way more. Uh, same thing. I thought the same thing when I saw this. 
So Hispaniola, Hispaniola, Haiti and Dominican Republic, Haiti and the Dominican Republic. That would have been my only other guess. Yeah. So I think um, most people are going with Cuba. Yeah. I would... And Cuba's huge. So what's the difference? Any idea? I, I want to say it's almost double. Wow. That's crazy. Maybe three million to six I million. Have two countries like versus the one. The island of Hispaniola. Sounds like a lovely place to visit. All right. This... It depends what side you're on. Although I've actually, I've actually been to Haiti. There's nice parts of everything. Well, I mean, it was it was like on a cruise, and it was one of those where they yeah, let you out port. on a beach that's owned right. by the cruise, cruise line. line. Yeah, right. so you don't actually we own this beach. We <laughs> yeah. no locals. But I've never seen anything it. as beautiful. Yeah, it's as that beach in Haiti. I mean, it was gorgeous. Absolutely. All right, this is a great geography history question. I don't get you great geography history very frequently. Sometimes I'll be like, I got a great sports, a great entertainment. Rarely have I come across a great okay. trivia question. 20 points, last of the round. I'm almost sad I have to give this away on the podcast, but it's a good one. There's only two U.S. states that have never recorded a temperature of over 100 degrees. What are they? The only two U.S. states that have never I'm recorded I'm pretty confident on this. Go for it. I'm pretty confident on this. I don't think it's ever been... And the surprising thing is I'm more nervous about this guest than I am the second one. I don't think it's ever been 100 degrees in Alaska. That's correct. Okay. You got that your was 10. The one was, you this got your this 10. other one I know for sure. Okay. It's never been 100 degrees in Hawaii. That is correct. You yeah. got them both. 100%. It's Boom. never been 100. That is amazing to me that Alaska and Hawaii, Hawaii. <laughs> are the, the only the, two. two. Yeah, the southernmost and the northernmost. <laughs> right. It, yeah. it almost seems to defy reason. I don't think anybody's going to put that. I think we're going to get a whole ton of Alaska and, and Maine. North Dakota. And, uh, yeah. yeah, Alaska and someplace, you know. And it is strange why Hawaii can't be 100 degrees. Yeah. But there is some... There's some <laughs> some weather going yeah, on. Yeah, there's just too much. It's it, they, People basically said it's 80 degrees all the time. Yeah, yeah it doesn't it, it vary. It never gets, like, cool. It's, you know what? It must be, like, 100 degrees must have to do with you need some kind of something in the air. Yeah, plus to get to that not heat be wave. surrounded by water on all fronts. Yeah. So it's an island, a series of islands. So, um, yeah, that's an interesting one. All but, right. like, the island of Key West, I wonder if that's ever been 100 degrees. I don't know. Uh, I just know every. I mean, there's so many places in Florida. Sure, so, but I'm just wondering, like, is it right, right. is it impossible for islands to really get that hot because they have so much water around it or like not? I don't a, know. I feel like it's been a hundred uh, in Atlantic City before. Oh man, right. We've had a hundred yeah. often. No question. So, all right, what do you got? Uh, We're in geography history. All right, go with this one here. What country has the largest population of people living abroad? What country has the largest population of people living abroad? The United States. No. China. No, because in China, they don't really let you leave too often. They don't let you go. <laughs> it's not exactly an easy place to go. And I will tell you, from my vacation to the Newark airport, I can tell you 100% this is true. I don't know. What's the my last 10 days of investigation, without a doubt, this country makes the most sense. Well, they got a ton of people, and they're all over the world. India? India. Okay. There you go. <laughs> it's, 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 yep. That makes sense to me. I see more Indians in foreign countries than I see you yeah. know, people in foreign countries. All right. Well, there you go. So the most living outside of their native country. Um, this is an interesting one. Uh, not a lot of people got it right when I, when I asked it limitedly this week, so if you... Didn't get this clue already for the Quizzo game. My apologies. But uh, what country in Asia has five 
A's in the capital city's name. Hmm? So there's a Asian country, country. Asia, Asian country, whose capital city's name has five A's, A's in, in it. it. <sighs> Which almost seems like, how do you even make a name out of that? Out of five A's? Five A's. Like, what's your country's name? Ah! <laughs> <laughs> What's your banana banana? <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Uh, yeah. yeah, Alabama banana would have five eight. All right, so five eight. These are tough on the podcast because it's, yeah, it's, you kind of got to go through twenty countries. You either know this or you don't. Oh yeah, this is not an easy I, I, one. Oh, it was it's not so hard. Oh okay. I put it in there because I knew no one <laughs> would get 20, it, and but... the round was and it's funny, and the round was so easy. For my at least, you know, for, yeah, because it's not something I'm going to guess wrong because it's not a capital without the A's in it. I'm not going to guess it. And how do I think of it? Most so. people put guesses that only had four. They're like, all, all right, right. I, I got my MR. It's close. Double. There's a bunch of A's. Let's double. go with that. Uh, nothing is jumping out at me. Is it a Southeast Asian country? No. Okay. All right. Borders Islamabad? Russia. That's a good guess. Okay. Four. I didn't get. Yeah, I didn't count them. <laughs> I just wanted to get, uh, tell me the tell me the country and let me see if I can. Mongolia. Get. I was thinking of Mongolia too. That's funny. I was thinking of Mongolia. Oh, uh, the capital of Mongolia. It ain't easy, but you'll never forget it. Once it's you not know Kathmandu. It. it is not. That's either Nepal or Tibet. Neither Nepal. of those. It's Kathmandu. Uh, let's see. Capital of Mongolia. My only experience with Nepal and Kathmandu is the movie that Eddie Murphy was in called The Golden Child, mm-hmm. where he goes to rescue a special cup. I always thought it was strange that Bob Seger had a song called Kathmandu, but yep. I don't think he spells it the same. Uh, I don't know the capital of Mongolia. I'm drawing a blank. Ulaanbaatar. Okay. I didn't know. <laughs> I can feel okay about that. One. <laughs> Why don't you know that? <laughs> Ulaanbaatar. U-L-A-A-N-B-A-A-T-A-R. I've always, wanted to, always wanted to visit the frozen lakes Guys, of Mongolia. Guys, is it really necessary to have the double A's back to back? Do you really need, can't we just get rid of one of them? I like your answer. Of, ah. <laughs> <laughs> Where do you live? <laughs> it's awesome. It's a great place this time of year to visit. Um, all right, what do you got? Uh, you want to move on to entertainment, or you uh, you got more? In I mean, the you chair? want one? I got one, and we can move I'll on. I'll take it. I'll take it. All right. So, Crazy Horse and Sitting Bull were both born in what U.S. state? A Dakota. Yeah, yeah. Hope it's, Dakota. <laughs> it's a Dakota. I'm just gonna go with a Dakota. I'm gonna go with South. You Dakota. got it. All you right. <laughs> I was at. I think I was at a Crazy Horse. Uh, uh, memorial sure? or monument, sure. and I'm pretty sure it was in South Dakota, yeah. not North Dakota, because I do remember the only time I was ever in North Dakota, I thought to myself, there's nothing in North Dakota. They don't even have crazy horses. They, they don't, have, they don't, have, they don't even have these things that you go visit in South Dakota. Did I ever tell you my moth story? Have I ever said no. that on air? No. So Dan Pfeiffer, the bassist for God Street Wine and I, are driving yeah, across sure. country. Um, and we stop in South Dakota for the night in Grand Rapids, okay? And we get off this exit, and immediately something doesn't look right, because we get off and you see, like, street lights. We're like, what the hell is that? Moths. In the street lights, right? <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's normal, though, right? Right. I mean, it's a, a street little light. bit. Yeah. A little bit. We, we pull I mean, just, off to the first... falls on my street lights at home. Right. right? We pull it's off to the first normal? Holiday Inn. Okay. okay? 
I, I look as I'm about to get it's out of the holiday car. Inn. No, but it's a holiday it's great. inn. Nick, Love the holiday thing inn. was covered in moths from head to toe. The whole the whole building. Every are they large square moths or are they, inch of it. Are they normal looking moths? They're, they're white moths. Well, it's normal. Okay. Head to toe covered. The it whole was like a building. swarm outside. Like you would have to clear mosquitoes. Moths everywhere. Okay. Is the receptionist alarmed? Yes, she she was fully <laughs> oh, yeah. aware of the, like, the we don't, don't know what's going million on. moth infestation <laughs> that has descended upon Grand Rapids, South Dakota, at the same time as this major uh, little league soccer tournament that was going on. So all the hotels are booked, and they're all covered in moths everywhere. Okay? All the hotels, like all the hotels. We finally found a room, and Is it was like insanely the, uh, overpriced. Signs of the apocalypse. The I, moths. I felt like I was in. <laughs> I think for that might sure. Be. So we get it, we finally got a hotel room, literally opened the curtains, moths. four moths. So I'm, we're killing moths in the room. Must have executed at least six of them. They're like, there's going to be moths neither, you, in whatever room you go to. You, uh, Piper, neither one of you had another hour or two in you behind the wheel that you could have avoided the, the, the town next, of moths? The next stop was like 530 miles, miles okay, away, and it was like 1 o'clock in the morning. Right. The town of I'm Moths, driving, man. I'm driving. The town of Moths was our like refuge <laughs> compared right, to the other four hours right looking forward South Dakota, to, to the the Grand Rapids, where they had food yeah. and like hotels that I've heard of. Yeah, so he'll Dan Piper will never forget. Be like, what hey, I man, wouldn't remember, do. Remember for that a night bug with the moths on a, on a deck of that Holiday Inn. <laughs> well, I know you always kind of liked moths, so yeah, like, yeah, you know, I love moths. You're, you're not somebody They're just wants to assassinate, right? But <laughs> but it's like they don't bother you. But like when you see what I saw, you're you, you, it's the most unimaginable thing in the world. I'm like, why aren't the national? Why isn't the national guard, guard here, here clear with something moths? with some sort of like hypersonic, you know? sound ray gun to just drive them all somewhere else but like how did this happen and the guy's like yeah this happens like once every 15 years oh okay it's like oh that's not that often so yeah i don't remember what he said you know yeah. i just but remember i just remember three being years horrified and then have him tell me that oh every hotel room in this entire area is booked i heard that there was two cancellations in this days in they're going for about buck sixty a night. Oh, You're in South Dakota. I'm expecting a forty dollar yeah, hotel boy. room, and then I get into Mothland at a hundred and sixty. I did eat at a Waffle House or something of its equivalent in Grand Rapids, and I remember just thinking to myself, "How much of my food has touched moths?" Mm. Mm. Yeah, long day. Anyway, what do you got? <laughs> now <laughs> that you've heard the moth story. Do you know what Kanye West is changing his name to? Kanye Southeast? Nope. I guess he's not changing the West necessarily. Con- he's, he's going from Kanye to Con this. to Yay. Yay. <laughs> okay. Does it bother okay. you about the relationship he has with our president and know. how close it seems? I don't know. Whatever. Because I... it's clear that Kanye is off his rocker, right? So if. It seems like did the one celebrity hear, our president seems to be able Bill to. Bill Burr's stand-up routine about Kanye West. If I haven't, I don't know how I have it because I love Bill Burr, but it's it's not ringing a bell. Oh my god! How it's, long? How old is it? It's not that. It's from his last special, but it was basically it's. He's like sometimes racism is good because if a guy that arrogant and that scary mentally that had that kind of ego was a white guy and not a black guy. 
it would be Hitler. <laughs> like, but he's but so... because he's, he's so arrogant and so like, I'm a god, I'm a legend, I'm going <laughs> to okay, be yeah, yeah. whatever else. He's like, you yeah. just, you change that. The German is like, he's like, but here, all he can do is be an annoying rapper. Right. right. And that's his outlet. Bill, it's Bill Burr's comedy. I but don't, he's like know. having dinner with the president tonight. Because it's not and like concerning. Kim, Kim Ye has gotten a, like a bunch of like uh, drug sentences shortened for people and whatever, yeah. whatever her name is. Uh, I, yeah, I, you know, I don't know. I, I don't know what to say. Did about you hear the about whole that thing. vampire treatment she got in her face? Are you familiar oh, with this? Stay away, man. I'm that terrifies me. Some some people were catching like HIV from that. Yeah, and, like, it's a, like, like you're a getting thing blood and, into your face. Uh, yeah, I'm good. Yeah, she's trying to stay young looking. Like, honey, it's not going to happen. It's coming. Like the age is, what is coming this for you. Thing that they're doing with their lips, though, all of the, the collagen. Like, what is that? It like it, it's like lizard. You get like lizard lips them. or something out of and it. It's, it's terrible. Doesn't make any. The girls on um, it's a show. Oh, the Jersey Shore, all got this thing, and it's like their lips are sticking out or something. It looks so unnatural. I, I don't understand why anybody would do that to their face. All right, so I have two or three good uh, entertainment trivia questions for you. Moving on to the next round. Here is the first one. Uh, a little out of your wheelhouse, but I think you kind of like things like this, so I think it's something you might know. All right. Um, with 40 worldwide covers, what 74-year-old former model has been on Vogue magazine's front the most times in history? Right. So I do so like models. I, I will say this. Her record is being threatened. Okay. So that's the, – the, So the record for most Vogue covers worldwide. is 74? No, no, no. She, the, the woman who did it is 74 years old. 40 is the record. 40 covers. 40 covers worldwide? Worldwide. 24 in the United States. Oh, but this woman is 74 years She's old. She's 74 years old. Oh, that narrows it down. That's what I figured. That's why it's added as a clue. The woman who's going to break the record, who's destroying the pace right now, is at like 35, and she's active. I can tell you who that is afterwards. Is it Kim? Nope. Not even close. Okay. All right. So, all right. I, I do. I like this question. And it's out of our wheelhouse. You know, people accuse, I guess, on the show of not... Uh, I, I just can't picture anybody that's like 75. You said 74? 74. 74. Like, hmm. I'm going to try to not waste too much time on this. But I don't see her as a Vogue magazine cover model. Maybe she did it before my time. The age seems possible... She's 74. No, I don't even think she's that old. Hmm. Man, this is tough. Oh, jeez. It's it's weird. Like, the age of models to me came in, like, the 80s. Sure. Where the swimsuit edition, and they became, like, supermodels. And before that, in the 70s, really all I could think of is, like, you know, there was, like, what, Twiggy was one of them, and then maybe Cheryl Teagues, but... She doesn't see. Uh, I'll just say Cheryl Teagues. Lauren Hutton. Lauren Hutton. Makes a lot of sense. I was going to say Gap in the Teeth. <laughs> yeah. David Letterman. Dave. Yeah, I believe Gigi, good one, Gigi Hadid. Hadid. Uh, Hadid. Yeah, that? wow. She's at She's at like 35. 35 already? Yeah, so she's like storming. Oh, and she's only, what, 25 probably. Whatever. <laughs> she's still, Lauren Hutton's still doing it when she's 74 now. And 40 so. the record? Yeah. Oh, my God. So and she's acknowledged that she's going to be taking it over. So. Oh, easily. Yeah. Wow. 
Interesting, right? Yeah, yeah, good one. I, I wish I had a better... I don't even think of Cheryl Teagues as being a Vogue model. Sure. But, uh, anyway, you got me on that one. Uh, let me see how you can do this one here. Who has the most... Or who? Ha- yeah, who has the most subscribed YouTube channel? The most subscribed YouTube channel. Jesus, it's not like an esports guy, is it? Is it like that ninja guy? No. Okay, good. Um, it's a person. Yep. <laughs> Pootie pie. You got it. No way. Yeah. Pootie Pie. Pootie Pie. So he is an esports person. Oh, is he? Yeah, that's what he is. I thought he was like a prankster. No. Oh, he made the news for doing some. He, I don't because know. Because people about started it. asking a guy who streams himself playing video games about political stuff. And it turns out he's like a little white supremacy, you see. Okay. I thought, I saw him on the news for something where he was making fun of People who went to. Is there he some, does anything he does to get YouTube channel views. <laughs> there's, there's somewhere, I want to say it's in Japan. Where people go and like kill themselves? Oh, that's nice. It, like Suicide Park or something like Fantastic. that. Fantastic. And like he was like joking about it. Ah, oh, that's hilarious. And then parents got mad because of because the... Suicide Park. Yes. Because now all my kids are hearing about suicide from Pootie Pie. Are you ready to be scared now? How many people subscribe yeah. to Pootie Pie? Should have thirty three million? Sixty five million subscribers. Jesus Christ. The guy must make a fortune and, for that. And it's I know it's hard to wrap your head around sixty five million, but that's incredible. Italy. Has sixty million people. (laughs) The UK has sixty six million, and France has sixty seven million. So this guy is like the entire country of one of those (laughs) following. Everyone is on their. Yeah, so we got France, the UK, Pootie Pie, and Italy. That's 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 um, Pootie Pie. (laughs) That's the only guy I could think of. You know what I mean? That's why it's a good question, man. Sometimes these things only work out if there's one. You know, answer. Um, okay, what band recently replaced uh, deceased member Glenn Fry with his son Deacon Fry? The Eagles. Bingo. Oh, did you know about that, or did you just yeah, know who Glenn I heard, Fry I th- was? I think I heard that. Have you, well, yeah, I mean, I know who Glenn Fry the was. First, but... uh... No, because I hate the Eagles. I don't care anything did, about them. Didn't you say you like and one song? And the fact song? that they keep replacing them, you know, it's just Didn't you say you like end? one song? I like Already Gone. Oh, okay. We, we were discussing our this favorite. Isn't it. This isn't it then. I also like Desperado. Tell me how you think this guy sounds. This was his debut with these ancient looking dudes, also. Sounds like shit, just like his old man. He sounds exactly like his old man. What do you think about the idea of the kid taking over that role? In this case, I, I'm so over all of these songs in this band, and, and I, I know I'm not alone, so I, I think it's just time to let it go. Turn Deacon. the page on the yeah, Eagles. I think it's time to let it go. Uh, but, like in the instance of Led Zeppelin's... Right, like John Bonham, like Jason son, Bonham be, taking over. Yes, yeah. that I was big, big fan like, of. what about like Bruce? I love the that. Big, the big man's nephew taking over. See, I'm a fan of that. Yeah, I, I, like, I love I feel like that it's particular... Uh, I feel like it's an authenticity... That you can't get through any other random replacement. Yeah, I thought I was going to have a like real Wolfgang hard time. Van Halen being part of Van Halen. I'm for that. I like that. Yeah, I'm okay with that, too. He plays bass. That's great. Yeah. You know, he's not trying to be Eddie or Alex. 
Isn't it better though when the or kid Valerie. goes and does it on his own, like um, Tal Bachman? <laughs> <laughs> she, she's so. High. <laughs> you know his song. Yeah. Yeah. Best best song of a musician's son. What what do you got? Oh, uh, you ready? I'm gonna play. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna play it for you. It's not Tal Bachman. Nope. You got something better than Tal Bachman. Yep. Is it the Julian Lennon song? Nope. Oh, Ziggy Marley's. Nope. Gotta be. This is it. Sixth Avenue Heartache. Nope. Best song ever by a musician's son. This is my vote. I could probably be swayed pretty quickly, but... You know the song yet? Name how do that I, tune. Yeah, how do I not know this song? I mean, I know the song, but it's... Do you know who sings it? That's what I'm trying to figure out. Okay. You gotta let it get to the chorus at least. theory about this song when I was in college. I can picture the... Jacob Dylan. Jacob Dylan, Bob Dylan's son. The Wallflowers. You got it. One headlight. Or it could be this. I actually just played this at a Quizzo show the other day and it cracked people up. If you get this, I will be so freaking impressed. This was a huge one-hit wonder. These guys never did anything else. But this was a big song back in the day. It's not ringing a bell so far. Let's see if I can... Probably the most... Uh, perfect example of what like the glam rock world did to people in the 80s some somebody got a hold of these two guys and was like look this is what you're going to look like now doesn't ring a bell at all I'm not getting it man I, there you I, go. I don't have... it's on the screen now Is it Nelson? That is the band Nelson. So who is the... Ricky Nelson. 
Ricky Nelson's Country kids? legend Ricky Nelson's yeah. two sons, Gunner and something else. Nelson, or Nelson, okay. Were the band Nelson. They had a number one hit song with I Can't Live Without Your Love and Affection. And Dad is still rolling in his grave every time it's played. <laughs> like, why? They still get invited to play that song at different places. Like, I, I'm still. I don't, I don't know how that one missed me, but I'm look not. Look how beautiful those upset twins about look. It. Long, flowing blonde hair. Like, Ricky is like, oh my God. <laughs> Ricky's basically like, my two kids are the song in the Leonard Skinner song where, like, a guy takes out his hair and it all falls out and we were, like, chasing you out. <laughs> yeah, yeah they, that's, that's, that's exactly my boys. That's exactly who they are. <laughs> Uh, what about Give a Little Bit by Ziggy Marley? No? Yeah, yeah. I like Ziggy. That's definitely my favorite. I like I Ziggy. I, I think. Uh, but I don't know. There's no Ziggy Marley song that's anywhere close to as good as Bob Marley songs. It's not even in the same hemisphere. I don't know. Give headline. a Little Bit, man. That's the song. Yeah, okay. Uh, let's let, let's give the people uh, a little taste to give a little bit. Give a little bit. Let's see, Super Tramp version. They don't have the Ziggy Marley version? It's not the same song. No. Let's see what they have in the world is Ziggy Marley. Is he is he the best Marley child? I don't know much about them, but yes, I would say. I know the one owns High Times, and it's not Ziggy. We talked about him. Before. Rowan, uh, Rohan Marley, and he owns a coffee company. And, okay. Uh, and then there's yeah, is there one that plays football for the for that's the Canes? his grandkid. Okay. Yeah, he played for Tulane. Oh, for Tulane? Yeah, Nico, one on Nico the, Marley. I there was one on the Kings. So, True to Myself, Beach in Hawaii, Love is My Religion. They don't even have that on. They don't have Give a Little Bit, huh? Go no. to YouTube. Yeah, that's true. That's the other. Uh, I feel like they should have it. Well, it was on that Various album, uh, like Various Artist album that Disney put out. Well, we'll see. Let's see if YouTube has it. YouTube has everything. All right. But they also probably have a commercial. Uh, yeah, a political ad. You almost got hit with a political <laughs> ad before this song. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I know this one. This is better this than is one headlight, right? Way better than one yeah, headlight. that's what I thought. This is a great song. This might be our closer. We'll do the last question over this. All right, go ahead. All right. Oh, this fits right in. What rock and roll legend named his kid Zowie? Frank Zappa. Nope, but that's a good guess. He's got Moon Unit. He's got <laughs> yeah. Dweezil. Yeah, right? Okay. Right. There's a Zowie out there? Zowie. You said rock and roll legend? Rock and roll legend. Yeah, he probably closes with this in concert every single time. Right? Yeah, I hope he plays Give a Little Love. It's called Give a Little Love. That's why, not Give a Little Bit. Give oh, a little Give love. a Little Love. Yep. For some reason, Rodney Dangerfield is on the right-hand side of the suggestions <laughs> of this on the YouTube. Right. The Miami Dolphins and Rodney Dangerfield and Pearl Jam. And Steve Perry from Journey's Return to Music. That's what they think I would be interested in <laughs> from this. Zowie. Uh, Zowie. Zowie. Who's got a Zowie? All right. Now, here's the, re the, the reason for this question. This guy's last name was always pronounced something other than 
we pronounce it. And then when he came to America, people were like, oh, your name is this. And he's like, no, my name is this. And they're like, no, your name is this. We're going to call you this. And he just gave up. It's, a mu- it's much like Joe Thiesman situation. Hmm. So he named his kid to rhyme with the last, his real David last. Bowie? Got it. Zowie Bowie? Zowie Bowie. David Bowie is how his name, his whole life, uh, or at least his whole you know musical his name, life. You know what his name was in real life? No, I forgot, but I remember something different. But his, David Jones. David Jones. But he didn't want to get confused David with Davy Jones. Right, right. So David Bowie, because he wanted to be Zowie Bowie. That's what he used as an alter ego thing. Gotcha. Instead of Ziggy Stardust? Right. Zowie Bowie. So his kid was actually named Zowie Bowie, and he changed his name because he's like, yeah, that's, that's fair. That's rough. I'm okay with that. <laughs> right. Zowie Bowie. For all the Zowie Bowies out there, go ahead. Go ahead. We give you full name. permission on the Quizzo Trivia Podcast. I have no podcast. problem with that. All right, guys. That does it for us. This episode of the Quizzo Trivia Podcast for Nick. My name is Drew. We'll be back next week. Quizzotrivia.com. This has been the Quizzo Trivia Podcast. Visit us online at quizzopodcast.com for more information. 